Hi, I am Viviana Week Shackleford, and this is Darwinian Diva. I'm so excited to share with you what this podcast is about, and I'm just so excited that it's finally off the ground. I am an evolutionary psychologist, a feminist, and a science advocate. So I think we've all asked questions like, why do males and females differ in so many ways? Why are they different, uh, similar in <laughs> different ways? And why do we see these differences in very young children? And are children born this way? Or do parents raise them that way, right? And do, par do we give parents you know, all the glory when they do great things and blame biology when they do bad things? It's that line of questioning that sort of encouraged me to pursue a degree in psychology to understand better what, how human nature works and to uh, get some of those, those questions answered. Well, it's been a little bit since, uh, since the beginning of that quest. I did obtain a PhD, a husband and four children, and I also made a, a, a trek a thousand miles away from my hometown, Miami and Fort Lauderdale area. And at this point, I'd love to give a shout out to my home, uh, 305 and 954 respectively. I think one of the most important things that I obtained along the way is a perspective, a way of thinking about life, a way of asking questions in a way that I think is very stimulating and, you know, fun, makes science a fun thing to explore. So this scientific exploration led to some, you know, some deep passions here and sort of uh, prompted me, you know, with this aha moment, like, wait a second, you teach in a classroom, you engage with academics, whether it's you know through uh, conferences or in writing, all within the confines and the hard walls of academia. But given the access that we have to broader audiences, I thought, well, why not share this passion with a broader audience to excite and engage and empower a larger audience to reinvigorate those who are already on this scientific exploration train, whether it's academics or graduate students or undergraduate students or curious minds, right? To also lure newbies, right, that are looking for a new way of thinking about topics that we already think about from romantic relationships to parent-child relationships, from birth control to sexual control, from the foods that satiate us to the thoughts that stimulate us. I've got one more. <laughs> From working and stay at home moms to working and stay at home daddies. I am Darwinian Diva. So today is March 4th, Wednesday, and we are recording on Darwinian Diva. And today we have uh, Zach Sundin. What up, though? Who is also Darwinian Diva's executive producer. Yeah. So we're getting some information from behind the scenes and behind the scenes to the, the scene. people we're we're, t we're you know taking you back behind the curtain in the pilot episode of the diva so that we can talk with you all about what we're doing goals what this experience is really supposed to be what we're hoping it's going to be so yeah. yeah we're excited to get talking with you about this so one of the things i did earlier in the in the mono, in the monologue i mm -hmm. gave you um, just some direction as to, you know, my perspective on what this project is. And so mm -hmm. we thought having Zach on here, um, you know, we'll give you a little more insight from his perspective on what the, the podcast is about. Mm -hmm. So thanks for doing this. Yeah, you're welcome. 
That's what, what we're here for. <laughs> okay, so so part of my motivation for the podcast is to excite, engage, and empower people, right? Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. regards to science, of course, right? And I have a biased uh, perspective, and that mm-hmm. is of an evolutionary perspective, which you yeah, also have. true. And mm-hmm. so I thought it might be fun to let listeners and viewers know why you decided to become a part of this project. Yeah, so I got involved with this when you came to me with the idea like, hey, I think I want to do a podcast. Like, you know, everyone's starting to do them, but there aren't that everyone many people. One. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> a lot of people or everyone will even just talk about like, man, it'd be so fun to have a podcast. Right. And I was like, you know, I think I can actually help you with that because it, with my bands in the past, we've done self-recordings for demos and things. So I have some experience with audio recording, right. audio engineering, that kind of stuff. And it was like, okay, I think if we put together your expertise in your field, me in a, as the you know come up position in the field of EP, and then having some background in audio, then it was like, okay, we can marry these two things together to come up with a podcast. And we might just be able to pull this off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna we're trying out here. We're learning as yeah. we go. And so I wanted to do this because I wanted to show more people what evolutionary psychology is. I mean, when I was applying to graduate school just, you know, about two years ago now, I had no idea what it was. Right. Like, I had zero, zero idea. I was applying for social psych programs around the country, and then I stumbled into evolutionary psychology by chance and was just like, oh, my God, this is awesome. How did you stumble into it? I found some sort of article, and I don't remember what it was. Okay. I think it was a David Buss article, okay. which would make sense because he's got so many citations. Right. I think I, it was something like I was reading one, and then it was on like a suggested article on the okay. side. I was like, oh, that sounds neat. Like, Let's check this out. And then it had the phrase evolutionary psychology, and immediately I was like, what is that? Like, That sounds cool. And so then I started digging into it and found that I really enjoyed it. But so... Going from that story of how it could affect others is I'm hoping that this podcast makes it a little easier for people to find EP right. and just to have access to it when it wouldn't they wouldn't normally and it wouldn't be available to them because it's not that big of a field. So how do you think, um, and this is a question that I struggle, struggle with myself, but mm-hmm. how do you think it might be beneficial? So why should people care about what evolutionary psychology is? And just yeah. because it took you mm-hmm. hook, line, and sinker, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's going to take someone. I mean, it took, well, me, yeah. it took me too. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it's not going to hook everyone. Yeah. I mean, evolution by natural selection is something that a number of people struggle with. Right. Even those who come on and be you know join our side as you might say and become hooked and really take it as their real truth because it is this is not just a we get to decide it's the truth everyone this is to the best of our knowledge the way the world works as a science and so even as you're going along there are a lot of moments of struggle saying like this is a very complex phenomena right. this the way that the world is organized without purpose it's pretty it's a big idea it's hard to handle and so i i think that you know once you get more and more people to begin thinking about it 
then they're going to eventually come to the conclusion that this is the way to think about things <laughs> because logically you'll get there. Now, there can be emotional hangups along the way, but right. if you just get to the bare bones logic, you'll find that this is the way you should be thinking about yeah. things. So well, that's why I want to bring it to people. Yeah. I also think that um, just providing this sort of information stimulates questions and a lot yeah. of you know, mm-hmm. the most insightful and profound research starts with a stupid question, you know? Yeah. And so oh, yeah. um, I think that this this kind of thing stimulates that sort of, you know, thinking and, and questions that mm-hmm. actually contribute to that cycle of science. Yeah, and I think the idea with this podcast is we want to make everyone start asking questions. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you've been entrenched in psychology for the past 50 years or you're a high school student who finds this online, maybe on YouTube, and is like, oh, that's that's pretty neat. I think that's something I'd like to, you know, dive down the rabbit hole of YouTube further to be like, oh, yeah, there are these TED Talks or these papers or things that will keep on building questions for them. Right. And so uh, specifically with young people, because I'm reading your mind here. I'm, yes. I can see you giving me the look of like, well, well <laughs> We like, need to get what? on to younger people. Yeah, right. And so <laughs> it's, it's like, so with younger people, I think... Younger meaning... Younger meaning, well, so I'm 25. Generation alpha? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, frankly, it can be anyone. Yeah. You know, whether it's millennials, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, you know, yeah. whatever whatever the hell generation how, we're going to get. How do you get. that in order? Like, do you actually know do the I birth know? years so or what I, the, I, the cohort No, is? like, I know I'm toward the end of millennials. Okay. So I'm right at the tail end of millennials okay. into Gen Z. So you're one of those. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I really, I guess you'd say, identify more with millennials okay. than Gen Z. Like, I don't do TikTok for those of you young enough to know what TikTok That's is. So funny. Like, your kids might be into TikTok or different things like that. Yeah. You, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I don't. I'm too old for that. I see I that. I just I'm learned like, a new one this weekend. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and so that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm too old for TikTok. <laughs> But I know what it is. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's right. like, okay, I'm teetering like that. But, you know, for young people in whatever it is, my age and younger, I think the podcast could be really cool for them because it's a way for learning to happen in a more engaging way than sitting right. in a classroom. I mean, I... It's an re- alternative and yeah. a supplement. You know? Exactly. Right. It, can, it works that way where... I really struggled in high school to sit and just have someone lecture to me. And in college, too. I mean, I was notorious for laying my head down on the desk and just kind of listening and just blankly staring off into space because I wasn't engaged with the material because that's just not a style for me. With a podcast, you can move around, you can drive in your car, you can do whatever you want at the same time, which can let your energy out of your body if you're just a you know kind of a fidgeter like right. I am or if you just want to do this more on the side I think it'll be better for young people to just let them take in information in a new way and older people too I mean podcasts are becoming <laughs> super popular for the car so if you guys will enjoy us on your daily commute that would be pretty sweet so do you think um that even if someone doesn't understand or doesn't or isn't familiar with evolutionary psychology, do you think that they 
will also benefit from this. So some of the topics that we'll talk about and yeah, um, I guess really the, the perspective. Yeah, I think so. And so to give a foreshadowing into the next episode that we have, we are going to have an episode with Todd Shackelford, your husband, my boss, and discuss what evolutionary psychology is at its foundation. Right. And so if you don't know what it is, that's totally cool. We have an episode for you coming up mm-hmm. that will explain and it's everything. Short. It's not he, Yeah. He it's, sums it up because he's been doing doing that for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. succinct. He he knows the drill. Right. And you'll be able to understand what it is pretty simply. Right. It's it may sound like a big idea depending on how you feel about all these things and it may not. Mm-hmm. But Todd does a really good job of framing it so that everyone can understand. Right. Now, for those then, back to your question of, okay, they're not as familiar, I would still say, yeah, it is influential and helpful for people who aren't as familiar so that they can see topics they've already thought about before and then yes. see it through a new lens. Right. So that you're just seeing it from someone else's perspective, whether it was just a normal political issue looking on both sides, conservative or liberal. You know, it's just seeing it through another lens and you'll probably learn something different and think about it in a different way than you did before. Right. Yeah. And not the like traditional men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah. The other way around. (laughs) Right. Yeah, not, not, well, it's yeah. a it's a little more right. grounded and, and yeah. scientific, uh, and but it's easy to understand, or it can be right? right. And so I think that's one of the um, sort of selling points of evolutionary psychology. Yeah, you can understand things um, that come from a very complex basis, uh-huh. but you can get your head around things yeah. like sex differences. And yes, mm-hmm. parent-child relationships, which are true, also true. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the the great thing with EP is that you can take phenomena from your daily life right. and with a theory behind it, you can logically put into place why things are the way they are. Right. So like you're saying for sex differences, you can have why guys seem to enjoy short-term relationships more than women. And it's like, okay, you know, this is something that we all see throughout our lives. And you're like, God, you know, is it just that guys are assholes? Are all guys assholes? Mm -hmm. No. And, you know, why are they doing this? Well, because of things like parental investment, because of the sex differences of how our our gametes are set up, all sorts of things. And we can logically put things together rather than just say, Oh, all guys are assholes. Or, or their parents raised them that way. Or, or right, or, yeah. Or it's just, oh, it's their environment. Oh, right. it's because they were poor and they came out of the hood. No, it has right. nothing to do with that. It doesn't matter whether you're white, or they're super black, wealthy and they're or, just a jerk. or wealthy, or, <laughs> you know, religious or not. It has right. nothing to do with that. Right. And that's what's great about EP as well is that the findings typically are very universal. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are, what your background is, this is the mental machinery that's built into our heads. 
I think another important thing to point out at that point is mm-hmm. a lot of the research, and I think this would be true across science, right? As psychologists, we look at averages. Yeah. And so, yeah. Exactly. So, yes, there are, we find universals, but mm-hmm. they're on average, right? Because yeah. everyone knows someone who doesn't fit. Right. I'll say <laughs> the aggregators out there understand that, that it is all on average. This is the typical behavior. Right. Not it's, everyone does right. this. There are exceptions right. to the rule right. for these types of things, but... The right. main on findings average, right, exactly. on average, and you'll find it significantly right across cultures, across and especially cultures. with sex differences, right. and in specific domains. Yeah, right. And so with that, yeah, we're not saying it's everyone, right? And that but, it can't be changed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're... Well, and because that everyone is called evolution, change <laughs> over time. So okay. with the pod and the listeners and the demographic that mm-hmm. we're shooting for. When that topic comes to mind for you, what what sort of image or person comes to mind for you? So, yeah, I think that was another thing that I struggle with. Who are the listeners exactly? But um, so I think that anyone who is interested in human behavior, yeah. <laughs> learning something mm-hmm. about it or um, connecting with people that might have, you know, a little bit of a background in psychology. Mm -hmm. I think those kinds of people uh, could benefit from this. And this includes, you know, older, younger, curious minds. Um, Yeah, so I think those are really the listeners. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And then, you know, so I think I with the older listeners particularly, I think something that I've been thinking about is that we may have others within the evolutionary psychology community or just psychology community listen to our takes and be like, whoa, 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 slow, slow down. That's no. Slow they, down, whippersnapper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they and they may have some serious hangups or qualms with what we're right. saying. And I'd like to already extend an invitation like, hey, if you have a real issue with anything we're saying or talking about, then contact us. We're very open to that. And if you want to come and discuss these issues with us or just with the diva here on your own and debate this, we would love to have you on the show, whether we actually have you here in person in the office or or whether we do this through Skype or anything like that. We would love to discuss any of these topics. Right. Um, Yeah. And so I think a lot of the topics that we'll talk about are, will be interesting to many types of listeners. Um, So even topics that are not related, you know, specifically to psychology, Mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, we could talk about cooking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there might be some things. Sports. Of just cooking, sports, <laughs> pop culture, anything but that's relevant. But everything, we can tie it right back into psychology yeah. anyhow, right? Because, because it, it all has human there. behavior. Right. I right. mean, everything works into with that. And I think that'll be a thing that we'll do where each episode is going to have generally a specific topic that we're going to talk about. Of course. So this could be... Typically, whatever. Sometimes sexy. Yeah, sometimes sometimes sexy. That could be something like online dating. That's Mm -hmm. something that I'm really interested in studying or maybe the mating market hypothesis, the matching hypothesis, all sorts of things of why we're choosing the people we're choosing to date and marry or hook up with. You know, there are 
logical, again, logical step-by-step reasons of why we are each attracted to the people we're attracted to. So I find attraction and sex really interesting to study, and that's something our lab studies in general in the Shackelford lab. And so, yeah, it could be something like that. It could be something controversial. You know, there's all sorts of stuff with gender fluidity, trans rights, sex differences. These are things a lot of people are like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know if we should talk about that. We should. In fact, we should talk <laughs> yes, about these sir. things. Yeah, exactly. We should talk about these things, even if they are a little more taboo. It's yeah. still worth talking about, even if it's a hard topic. Well, and I think using an evolutionary perspective and then using science as sort of an excuse to talk about these things, I think it yeah. anything pretty much or any topic is you know, grounds for discussing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think uh, with science and again, with evolutionary psychology, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, we do have opinions and we do have Mm -hmm. feelings because we are normal (laughs) humans, right? (laughs) Right, yeah, Um, true. But taking it down to the science and to the fundamentals, I think allows for us to explore uh, topics, you know, that are more taboo or might make people uncomfortable in a way that, you know, we're all on the same sort of, you know, ground level. Uh-huh. And the other thing about it, like you're saying, it's the same ground level because the science doesn't care. Right. Natural right. selection does not care. Sexual right. selection doesn't care about morals, about culture, about anything of why you should feel taboo right. about these topics. It doesn't matter. It's a phenomenon that's still happening either way. And so that's why we want to talk about it. How can we relate evolution to these current topics. I mean, I think that's something that'll be pretty interesting. And so with these topics like that, like if we had online dating, we may try and bring in a guest who is an expert in that field. And, you know, whether we have someone who comes in about hormones, we have... And who might online online date. (laughs) Yeah. You know, who who knows? Who knows? We'll figure that out as we go, you know? like again in the next episode with Todd talking about EP I mean Todd himself he'll probably be a recurring guest on this podcast to talk about he's an expert in the field <laughs> right yeah an expert in the field but some of his you know topics of interest like sperm competition or homicide or interpartner violence or anything like that where if we have that guest on we're going to be talking with them about their research interests and then we'll kind of hook it in Like, you're interested in all of it. And so the idea then is like, all right, well, this is cool, but you and I don't spend all of our time on these things. And so it's just a fun way for us to get someone a little bit smarter than we are in those areas to come and chat for an hour. you're speaking for yourself there. Uh, (laughs) You know, yeah, we do have, this is the diva. (laughs) This is the diva. But one of the things that I also wanted to talk about, and I think where people are going to be interested in in the things that we talk about, so you Uh raised the issue of, you know, sex and romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's a huge area where you know, researchers are interested and then Mm -hmm. people outside of science and research, they are interested in sexuality and romantic relationships because that's such a huge part of our lives. So it's just something that's happening. We want to understand it, right? So, so in this podcast, we are going to offer insights, a perspective that might 
hopefully generate some some new thinking about the way our listeners approach romantic relationships and or anything yeah, yeah because with psychology well, i'm just using that as an example yeah, yeah. no 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 but it's, it's, that's the cool thing with psychology and a lot of people think it's oh it's so intuitive and a lot of it is sure. but it's a lot more tangible than than say astrophysics or yeah. chemistry where it's like yeah there's chemistry in your body you can watch a rocket take off but most people don't understand that in the same way as ro- attraction it's not as or other things to their lives. Yeah, At it's least not as relevant, right. but also this is what we're arguing for that right. we have mental machinery that's programmed through evolution to inherently understand these things right. of this is a social process. It's a you, big part of our lives. Yeah, yeah. And you should get it and we'll just help you all dissect how you're getting it and why the programming exists in the first place. So another thing I know about you is that you are a big feminist and that that's something for you that is an important part of your life, your thinking, your outlook. And so I know this is going to be a topic and perspective that's brought into our podcast. So could you talk to the listeners about what that means for you and some of the topics we might talk about and that sort of thing? Yeah, so when I define myself as a feminist it's not you know male bashing and you know I hate men type of thing it's more Mm -hmm. along the lines of equal rights regardless of sex right Mm -hmm. that's and I think most people are a proponent of that sort of idea yeah I think a lot of people are that and they just think (laughs) oh my god I'm I'm, I'm not a feminist because yeah yeah. but I am you know, making it explicit because I want to also talk about topics that aren't really discussed very much. Um, and we know in science, not because I'm blaming men or anything like that, but you know, mm-hmm. there are biases in yeah. the things that are researched that are more, you know, oriented towards males. Mm-hmm. And so, um, part of my goal for this show or in podcast is to talk about topics that really don't get as much exposure, at least from a scientific evolutionary perspective, um, in a way that I think will be useful to people. So, you know, of course there are those podcasts where people are male bashing and, you know, the patriarchy, this and that and so forth. Uh (laughs) And, and, you know, there's a platform for that and there are people listening to that, but for people that would like to take seriously, you know, women's, um, you know, issues. So like, female sexuality. That's something that really isn't talked about Mm -hmm. very much um, in an explicit way. It's more of, you know, women are victims and men are perpetrators type of perspective. And so this will bring, hopefully, um, you know, female sexual behavior and also just sexuality in general. It's, you know, more of an active uh, position. And then um, another area that I think is important with regard to you know, the females is looking in at adolescence, you know, um, especially from an evolutionary perspective, um, that female psychology doesn't happen at, you know, 19, you know, I mean, it it, it begins, it's happening a a lot earlier, right? Yeah, it's happening much earlier. And yeah, it's something to think about. And we'll constantly frame things of, hey, we have to take this back to an ancestral world, ancestral state. And yeah, you better have some things going on upstairs when you're living outside. Oh, you absolutely. Know, you have to be able to figure some things out or you're not going to make it because you don't have a ton of time right. to do anything. 
Yeah, and so in adolescents and seniors, right? Because you don't yeah. die right away, like right. after having Into kids. Senescence. Yeah, there's <laughs> that there is life after fifty and so forth. And humans <laughs> particularly have a much longer life yes. after reproduction yeah. than other species. Yeah, and so, so even in our lab, there's some cool research um, coming out looking at you know sexuality in in older age. So it's kind of you know interesting. So shedding mm-hmm. some light on that kind of stuff, and then also women's health in general. And um, another area that's starting to sort of pick up is pregnancy sickness and looking at that from a psychological perspective. Uh You know, of course, there's research on, you know, from a medical perspective, but in terms of psychology, we can shed some light on on topics like that as well from my feminist perspective. (laughs) Yeah, but like you're saying, it's just this is a platform to then talk about some of those I think in a healthy way, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. We'll just talk about what we know and what is currently available yeah. to us through science. And we'll also give some speculation on some things of what we think or where we think the field may go or where we... It, or where it needs to go. Yeah, where it needs to, <laughs> yeah, where it needs to go or, you know, what, what we think is likely the answer. Yeah. If we just extrapolate, put some things together. And we'll pose these as... Questions like, hey, if you are a researcher and you find this interesting, steal our ideas, take them, run with them, yeah. get a hold of us. Like, hey, why did, why did you think about that? Right. Or if you even just get inspired and you want to run with it, then run with it. Another topic that um, actually somebody on Facebook posted that they want to hear about uh-huh. is like work-home balance, right? That, that seems yeah. to be more of a... yeah you know, female issue, not uh-huh. that males don't well, right. it's struggle just, with that as well. But I mean, the it's reality been ass- is it's the reality. been assumed that, you know, <laughs> men have to go to work and come home and do all right. this. And then, yeah, I don't think out. men actually seek balance. No, I'm just kidding. Well, some, <laughs> just kidding. Some, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, some don't. I mean, some, and that's something for academics that the stigma can really get stick. Yeah. Oh, they're just workaholics. That's all they do. They're real, you know, they're terrible hangs outside of work. They're just old and stuffy, and you're like, yeah, well, some are for sure, but again, it's the average I'm thing. I'm definitely stuffy, so. <laughs> See, like, I, I think about this too as, like you're saying, with work-home balance, and even for me as a graduate student, I have a number of high schoolers that I'll work with when I volunteer at the hospital, and they will ask me all the time, like, well, what do you do? Like, what are you up to? Like, how did you get into... Wait, how what did are you, you doing into- at the hospital? So I volunteer at the Troy Beaumont Hospital in Troy, Michigan, and um, I'm on the orthopedics floor. And so I um, am what is called a volunteer companion. So I will help the nurses and nursing assistants on hourly rounds. I'll talk to patients, bring them water, just talk with them. You know, there are a lot of old ladies in for hip replacements and things. And frankly, when you're stuck in a bed for just days on end, you get pretty bored, yeah. except when you have to get up for PT, and that hurts because physical therapy is generally painful right. for anyone going through it. And so, yeah, I am I just volunteer doing that because my goal is to get into medical school, okay. and so I'm trying to get some patient care hours, see what the hospital's like on a day-to-day basis. Do you see yourself in a hospital setting? Yeah, I, I think it's pretty nice. I like the structure. I like how structured it is on a day-to-day. But Do you for, like interacting with the patients? Yeah, that's the best part because you actually get to see what's going on. Right. And so with the high schoolers that are there also as volunteers, they're asking me all the time what I'm doing, how did I get here, what did you do to study to get into college, how did you, like, what did you do in college? 
And so I, you know, I think it's important for you too, as someone where you're at the final end of it, where it's like, you final. Could be, what's final? Final. You you have the job. <laughs> you it, yeah. Don't, what, well, not I'd final. I'd hardly end, say like that it's final. Well, it's uh, for a lot of people in younger people having a professor position yeah. is the goal. That is the end of the road for them. Jesus. Well, yeah. So for you, if you guys are listening to this already, it's it's not the end of the road. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're dying out here, but it's just you've made it to I feel really sick right now. I'm just kidding. Well, that's a you thing. That is a career path decision on your end. And if you need to speak about the regrets and hardships oh, no. of this as we no go, regrets. then, you know, we'll get no, to that. It's brought me here. Absolutely no regret. Well, there we go. <laughs> so that's the thing. But, you know, I think this will be helpful still in work home balance. And we'll talk about this. Right. Uh, one idea we've had is bringing some other uh, professional moms to come in yep. and talk about like, yeah, how do you manage having a handful of kids, however many pets they might have, right. a job, you know, a social life? How do you, how do you do it? Yeah. Just so that other people can see, yeah, oh yeah, you know, I, I have the same thing going on at home. I hope they're not looking for a magic answer. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, there, there isn't a magic answer. It's right. just something to say like, hey, you know, people would look at you as, oh, you're someone who's successful. You have a high status job. You have what, you know, surface level to others would seem like a really happy, fun life and what they would want. And then to hear from you that you do the same things like they do. Oh, I forgot my keys again this morning. You know, when like, the, the other like week. Three you, days in a row, actually. The other day, <laughs> the other day you spilled coffee on the wall in yes. here in front of me. Like we do the. We're not know, recording this, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we, we do the same things that everyone else does. Right. We just happen to do this sort of work as a career. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make us any different, but we do want to pull back the curtain and say, hey, this is in, you know, a look into our lives of what yeah, grad school is like, what academia is like, and how we manage having a social life, you know, different Somewhat. things like that. Yeah. So yeah, someone with a social life, just having fun. Yeah. So, but this is fun too, though, right? Right, and that's you know, for us, this is a fun way for us to get our academic ideas out there. Yeah. I mean, that was another reason for yeah. me wanting to do the podcast. Is it's a publication where you can bring your interests and thoughts to the table and say, "Hey, you know, I believe in this. This is what I think. What do you guys think? You know." Yeah, and it's it's I mean in some ways I see it as a level of public service education right but yeah. we're doing it with our twist basically yeah right you know sharing some of the knowledge again like I mentioned in um, the intro mm -hmm. just breaking down those walls and sharing it in a larger on a larger platform yeah um, so I know that uh, we kind of talked a little bit about some topics that we'll talk about but mm -hmm. would you say from your executive producing mind <laughs> are there okay. any are there any <laughs> topics that you think um you know we won't cover <laughs> uh I, see that's the thing i i think we're pretty much gonna try and go for it all at okay. some point now i'm definitely gonna be pushing your boundaries and buttons uh -huh. of like let's do it and i i think we're gonna have a number of meetings where you're like i don't know about that but we do want to cover a variety of things, including the taboo topics. Right. Again, whether we end up talking about 
orgasms or, you know, rape or interpersonal violence, homicide, you know, or other more, not as, you know, really out there things. Yeah, just trans rights or, you know, homosexuality or things like that, where they are everyday things you see in the world, real world. Like we pretty much all know someone who's gay. Right. That's not a problem. It's not weird. You know, in fact, you'll, we can even look into some of the homosexuality stats of animals mm-hmm. to show that even animals perform Engage these behaviors them, right? too. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not a just us thing. So, yeah, yeah we'll try and cover all sorts of things. Have fun. Laugh at it. You know, I know you're going to have some real laughs or cringes at points of just well, like, uh-oh. <laughs> I think as long as we do it with, like, you know, tasteful zest, then I yeah, think... <laughs> <laughs> then I think anything is game. No, but seriously, but I think that if you're really interested in progress, and I mean like scientific progress, then I think we have mm-hmm. to ask ask those painful questions. Yeah, because otherwise... we might not get it right as we say it, right? Mm-hmm. But Whoever the only did. way to get better, right, is in, in, in having these kinds of conversations about you know whatever the topic may be that is you know controversial. Um, we, we have. I mean, we'll get better as yeah, we'll if get we keep better. having conversation. And the other thing is a and lot of... And that's our goal, progress, not insult, injury. Yeah, and, we're not going to get to the answer per se, but right. a lot of the taboo behind taboo topics is the unknown factor. Yeah, right. When you don't know things, it's much scarier than when you do know them. Right. And so if we can bring that even to people's attention and like, hey, you know, this is actually, to the best of our knowledge, what it is. If it still bothers you, well, keep looking. And if not, well, we're sorry for giving you a really hard topic to think about. But, you know, <laughs> that's not the worst thing that can happen to you is to have to think pretty hard for a little while. In fact, that's probably good for you. So anything is game. Yeah, anything line. is okay. game. All right. I, well, I hope I don't regret I'm, saying that. I'm not afraid. <laughs> you, I am not afraid. I, I'm not, no, I'm not afraid either. And another thing for you guys as listeners is if you have topics that you're really geeking out about or you found, even through something like a BuzzFeed article, you're like, ah, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Feel free to get a hold of us on any of our social network yeah, platforms. that would be great, actually. Um, going to the at Darwinian Diva. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, Instagram. We have a YouTube page. Yeah. You know, just reach us in the comments section and... Ask about what you want. I mean, tell we're here. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you want <laughs> to hear about. Otherwise, we're going to go off of our own interests and try and meld it with you guys. But <laughs> if you have topics where you're like, man, that that would be pretty sweet to know more about. Even if it is crazy, bring it to our attention. We'll see what we it, can do about it. It's got to pass the Zach test. <laughs> yeah. If, if I find it interesting and relevant, then you can make it on. And yes. we'll, we'll bring up who you are as well. We'll be like, oh, yeah, this is... John Unless Smith from Denver, Colorado. Though. Well, yeah, then it's anonymous, and it's just like, hey, this is, you know, sent to the mailbag, and, yeah. you know, the, we thought this was a great idea. It's something yeah. to think about, and then we're going to make it happen. That's our idea. So for you then, okay, everyone's listened this far. Okay. And this is, you know, we're getting toward the end of the pod for today. Okay. So when a listener's getting to this part of the pod, whether it's 45 minutes an hour Whatever, we'll see. That, that'll that be another thing, everyone. The time of each episode will always be variable. Mm-hmm. What are some I things... I like that always variable. Yeah, well, Got plenty of wiggle room Yeah, there. we're not like an NBC production here. Right, we're, not, right. we're not just... We get to do whatever we want. 
That's another cool thing about academia, everyone, is you're busy, but you can usually have the freedom to do what you want. So what are two things that you think people should walk away with after they listen to an episode of Darwinian Diva? Well, what I'm hoping is that they are thinking about whatever the topic was in a different way, Mm -hmm. or at least, you know, have... um, even if it was momentary, (laughs) while they were listening, Mm -hmm. they had a moment of thinking about that topic differently or saying, hey, yeah, well, maybe, you Uh know, and if they come full circle, no, 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 forget it. Yeah. Yeah, My, you know, I consider that a win. I'll take the W there. Yep. Right. And Mm -hmm. then um, I'd say the other thing I'd want them to walk away with is that longing for some more. Yeah. (laughs) Some more of Darwinian Diva. Please come back. Please, 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 please. You know, it's just like... (laughs) Yeah, I mean that would be a longing. Yeah, just for more information. I think yeah. I think my two things would be yeah to make them really have to think about something. Yeah, because yeah. I when I, I have that strategy in my classroom, like I just yeah. need one person. Mm-hmm. I want at least one person in the classroom to, you know, be impacted by mm-hmm. the things that I'm talking about or teaching. You know? Yeah, just and then to my, make, my job is done. Right, just to make them have something to be curious about. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big thing for me is just getting people to think about things that they normally wouldn't be thinking about. And then the other thing for me is just so that they can get an insight into, again, seeing what this career is like in general, so that if you do find this really interesting, guess what? It is attainable. Yeah. Like you, you know, wherever you are in your life, if all of a sudden this is something extremely interesting there's a path to get there and if you ever want to get a hold of us to talk about this then again reach out and we can make that happen so those are those are my goals and then we're just gonna laugh a lot together you know you all as listeners you're gonna you know there eventually might be a blooper reel but (laughs) you know we we laugh a lot as we make this and it's just a lot of fun for us coming in doing this pretty much every week, twice a week kind of thing. Yeah. And we'll just I, keep I think that's one of my goals too. Um, and I can't remember if I've already said that, but you know, yeah, to, I mean, it's okay to make mistakes and laugh a little bit along yeah. the way. Let's just take it easy. Yeah. Even though we're called <laughs> professionals just, as scientists. Uh, we are though. Well, we but, are professionals, but you can goof around and still be yes. a professional. Right. That's the thing. Yeah, it's professional because you're getting paid to do it. Appropriate professionalism. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's well, that's kind the, of the route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the and thing. And I don't so, like labels, but there, there you no, have it. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so that's the thing. So we're, you know, really happy to wrap up episode one, pilot episode of Darwinian Diva. Yeah. Thanks for expanding yeah. your mind and uh, coming on here and sharing your, yeah, your, doing what we're your doing. thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm Zach Sundin. This is Darwinian Diva. The Diva, and we will catch you on the next episode with Todd Shackelford. Yep. And until then, again, if you have any sort of requests, get a hold of us on social media. Yep. Hit us in the comment section below if you're watching any of the clips on YouTube. And, you know, we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>